Welcome to Soul Talk, a podcast founded and created by Monica Ramirez, the warrior of love. Soul Talk was created in 2020 when a pandemic hit and we were in lockdown. She wanted to have exciting conversations with open-minded people so they could understand different aspects of herself and she could help others in the same way. She interviews healers, coaches, therapists, psychics, readers, channelers, mediums, intellectuals, poets, artists, and more. She calls it Soul Talk because it started as a conversation from soul to soul. Hello, everyone. This is Monica Ramirez, the Warrior of Love, and thank you for being back in Soul Talk. Today, we have a very, very special person for me. It is one of my mentors, someone that I admire a lot and I have learned tremendously that I did many certifications and one of the big ones that I that I did of NLP, I did it with my teacher. Her name is Karin Janelle Davids and we have her here with us. Karin, thank you for accepting my invitation and Soul Talk. Oh, Monica, it's always a joy when we connect. It's just and how you're guiding and leading and crafting your life and other people's lives right now is just honestly it is inspiring and even though I'm in New Zealand and I'm like I think it's 18 or 19 hours ahead of where you're at I always feel like gosh Monica's really 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 pushing those edges of time frames so <laughs> well done on, <laughs> on everything that you're doing and what you're offering to the world yeah you know, that put me to think when you want to do something and it's really in your heart to do something, time will adjust, your body will adjust to exactly what you want. And I really wanted to learn from NLP, from frequency factor and all the other classes that you teach. I really wanted to learn them. So even my body adapt to being with energy and awake at mm-hmm. two o'clock in the morning to take those classes because it was, I really was on my heart and my mind that I wanted to do something. That is exactly what you're going to be talking today. How, when you wanted to do something, you really, your whole being actually open up and, and you, you have the time and energy to do it immediately. Even the money you have to, to do it. Isn't it fascinating how that actually works? It's like, we have this idea, we have this concept, but we're just going around our daily normal being life how we are, and then this idea drops in for some reason, and we're like, oh, and it piques our interest a little bit, and the concept sort of draws us, so we move towards it, and it's like, oh, what would it be like to have that in my life? Mm-hmm. And it's just from that little stimulation, whether we witness someone else doing it or whether it's this concept inside or whether we're drawn from our heart, wherever the kind of process happens, there's this peak moment where we, there's an invitation to actually craft our lives in a different way. Yes. Yeah. Well, I am getting ready also for my own body and for my economy and everything to go to New Zealand. Hopefully the next year, I already put that in in the universe. That is on my <laughs> on my goals. So hey, I always make happens, and I don't have to know how it's gonna happen. I just have to drop it to the same universe to bring it to me how I desire. That 
what you just said there seems to be the real key when mm. we're crafting our lives. When we as individuals or us supporting um, practitioners or sorry, us supporting um, our clients, it seems to be that having an idea of what we'd like and then not even knowing how to do it. Because if we knew how, we would already be doing it. I think that's the fundamental basis of it. If we already knew how to be the type of person, how to reorganize our body, how to have that in our life as a normality, we'd already be doing it. So it's part of the creational process, isn't it? And what the way you say it is getting your body tuned up. I love that, Monica, because it's so real. It's so real, just allowing. So thank you for just like modeling that whole process up front. <laughs> please, um, please, Karen, tell us a little bit more how you can craft the life that actually you want to live. Because I believe that's where everybody is wondering how they can change their reality, how they can start living that life that they want. It doesn't matter where we start. Doesn't matter where we start, but we've got to start somewhere. And so here is the very best place right now. And so come with me on a journey of when I first knew, and you'll you'll have one of these moments, everyone does, where you first knew that you wanted something different. So I was um I was uh, sitting on a chair in a therapy room and this woman in front of me to me seemed quite a big woman. Um, I was 27. She seemed quite a big woman, but I'm not meaning physically. I'm meaning energetically. She was big <laughs> and she had this way of just sort of commanding the room, but also holding a really soft space. And what I found sitting in that chair Opposite Vivian, Vivian was her name, opposite her is I was saying things, things were coming out of my mouth that I would normally filter. I would normally, mm. I was saying what I really thought rather than, um, I, was, I was sharing my dreams rather than just hiding everything. And as I was sitting on that chair, she asked me a question. And the question was, what is it that you want? And my response was, <laughs> and I went into this really emotional experience. <laughs> I giggle a bit about it now. Because <laughs> I genuinely didn't know. I couldn't define it. I couldn't say it. I couldn't speculate. And um, what I could do is I could say, well, I don't want this and I don't want that and I don't want to have this anymore, you know, sort of all across life. I, I don't want to have no money to be able to pay for a course or I don't want to um, have a, a job that I'm not, I'm not happy with or I don't want, you know, I don't want my partner doing this or that or I don't, all these don't want things. I could articulate that. And I had that kind of down pat. But she asked me the question again. She said, oh, I'm not asking you what you don't want. I'm asking you what you want, Karen. And I remember sitting on the chair and going, oh, remember, I don't know. There was just that moment. This woman got out of her chair and she said, I'll tell you what, come and sit on my responsibility chair. 
She said, I'll sit there. That's obviously an irresponsible chair, she said to me. And I, I had no idea what she meant at the time. As a trainer now, I understand completely she was working with different parts of me. Um, but she invited me to sit on what was her chair of responsibility. And then in a way, she coaxed out of me, she invited, she invited me to create the vision of my future. And I couldn't have known back then how much that actually drove decades of my life. I often reflect back there to when I sat in the chair of responsibility. When I started to be the owner, the creator of the crafting of my own personal life. And I know I've certainly been on the responsibility chair when I've had a client or, or a customer um, having a meltdown or getting all confumbled or confused in a moment of what is it that you want? And the beautiful thing about actually describing Painting an image. Monica, you're a, you're a painter. Your artwork is just utterly beautiful. You know, the craft of the art, seeing it in the inner mind and then externalizing it the way of the artist. We, we have that capacity inside of us. I'm quite big now on don't limit ourselves by filling in too much detail because I feel that's a little bit of a limitation. Monica already kind of indicated that I don't know how it's going to happen, mm -hmm. which is indicative of I need to be a different type of person in order for that to occur or make different decisions, different value sets, different belief structures, perhaps different behaviors. Capabilities might change. There's so much that makes up the type of person that we are, most of it's in our unconscious awareness or our second attention awareness, but that's where the wisdom is. Yeah. So how are we doing so far, Monica? Just at that sort of opening there. We are doing great. You're just reminding me when I arrive with you. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. So, so we have our outcome. We're knowing what we want when we're crafting our lives whether it's a call deep inside or a kind of an internal vision or a idea that we're following, we start to articulate it or start to feel into it. We start to, in some ways, get the clay like a potter. I'm no potter, but I love the feeling of it underneath my fingers and I can certainly do some wiggly, wobbly bowls. <laughs> Just haven't spent enough time in there, right? But it's the same thing as crafting our lives. That clay, in essence, is a part of allowing ourselves to let go of what isn't working. Sometimes that's beliefs. Sometimes it's um, fixed perspectives. Sometimes, you know, people might call it the ego, but often the ego is there in a way of having protected us or, or um, given us coping strategies in this world, identified and defined us enough so that we can go, I am this person. And people can participate with that I am statement. So, 
this craft, this this remolding, reorganizing of ourselves is very similar to the metamorphic process that happens with a frog or a caterpillar. We are one way of being, we're a tadpole or we're a caterpillar. We go through a, I'm just turning that down, I didn't realize that it was still on there. Um, we go through a transformational process which indicates, or not indicates, it's wrong, that decomposes, deconstructs, lets go of who we once were. When I start taking classes with you about programs, I have never heard about programs. The, all the programming and beliefs that we all human beings have, how you uh, start making me observe them, that I have the belief that I could not have anything. I could not have uh, what I'm doing, coaching, because I wanted to do coaching. I wanted to help others. I believe that artists could not have a living. I I have so many wrong beliefs. And that's exactly what you're talking about, of molding those pieces of clay. Molding exactly and taking off what we don't need. Yeah. And putting together what we want. Right? Yes. Yes. And it doesn't start out perfect. This is the, I think this is this is the interesting thing. This is the illusional play as we think I'm gonna do this and it's a goal. And off we go. But ultimately we're always adapting and shifting and changing towards having something in our lives. And what you're talking about, Monica, is that us readapting, us flexing, us changing our minds. Now I'm gonna make a decision. Or you can make a new decision the next day. Ultimately, that first thing when we wake up in the morning and we decide to accept the identity that we are, is a very pivotal point. Um, oh, so much comes forward for conversation here, so I'm just going to navigate which ones we're going to go down. <laughs> now, what prevents us from having what we want? What have you witnessed in clients? Monica, within anyone within ourselves that prevents us from having what we want. In reality, there's nothing from outside of us. It is our own limitations, our own beliefs that what we can or we can do. Oh, I am a simple woman or a single woman or a mother or uh or or married woman or my husband or the society or the money or this or that and we put a bunch of excuses that I remember that take me to the remembering a book that says the sky is the limit so oh, well yes. that is the limit yeah. for, if you believe that the limitations we actually put it ourselves because we accept them anyone can tell you what is your limits but if you accept them that's what it is the belief yeah yeah. Beautiful. You do some gorgeous work around belief stuff. Um I I've had a great teacher. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well yeah, so you know, I, I I love this because it's it's such a it's such a 
battle with the mind sometimes when we realize exactly what you said. It's not really anything outside of ourselves that prevents us. There are some practical, perceived logical aspects. That's true sometimes. Um, but they'll be all to do with a set of values and beliefs. They'll all be linked to agreements that we have with ourselves or other people. It'll be linked to um, programs of habit and ritual, things that actually um, force us down certain corridors of thinking. And when I say force, I really mean it that way, actually. Have you ever been um, in a line of traffic and you're in the wrong line? You're in the wrong lane. And you need to be three lanes over to be able to turn right, let's say. And you're in the wrong lane. I mean, you're being pushed. I call it bullied from behind. Now, it's not really true. But there's that sense of being pushed down the traffic lane. And you can see the intersection coming up. And there's cars. Now, we make a really quick decision. And there's so many hmm, consequences that come from those decisions. Either we just sort of stay in our lane. And we carry on and we're like, oh, well, I'm going to have to adapt after this. Now, that's an option. We can adapt. We can go, all right, now I'm going to be turning right and I'm going to be turning double right and double right until I end up where I need to be, right? Or we go, hold the bus up from behind us. Don't worry about the trucks. Irrelevant to the motorbikes. We are turning right right now and we're going to go through two lanes of traffic to get our outcome. I'm turning right, we say to the people behind, and we pull out in front, and then there's toot, 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 toot from behind, and there's beep, beep, and people get um, all sorts of reactions and responses to the, this decision. And it can be some people who are like, oh, fair enough, you know what, I did that the other day. Okay, we'll let you in. Someone else might be reactive and responsive, with all the sort of names under the sun for this decision that someone's made because they're so focused on their right turn. But there's all sorts of other in-between aspects. So I've just given two. There's still so many more. But what's really funny and I love this because it's very real, is that besides the, the traffic on the outside, there's the internal thinking process that seems to have those adaptations as well. This pushed down a funnel or no, I'm changing everything. And then the whole body behind, which is the wisdom of the body, the unconscious mind, the second attention, might be beeping at us going, uh-uh, we're out of congruence here. Hey, you just run over a value. No, that's not okay. That's not a that's not what we're doing here. You know, the 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 heart or the um um or the gut says, mm-mm, that's against my values, not not doing that. No, you just ran over an old boundary. Oh my God, my identity is different and changed. They're all the same things. We're a whole system, you've already said this, Monica, but we're an entire system. So when we want to craft our lives in a different way, we kind of get the whole city on board. <laughs> We've got to get all of us, just this one deciding factor that goes, oh, I want to do this. We've got to get everybody on board. We've got to be the system of the traffic, including the traffic signals, aware of the maps above and below the ground. 
communicating across the airwaves, mm-hmm. promoting visual anchors. You think advertising, promoting visual anchors that support the process, keeping the air clean. Working with the natural pathways, it is good for us to rest too. You know, at night where the roads go quiet. And an occasional car comes backwards and forwards on what is during the day a normally busy road. But there's rest in the air. Everyone rests and rejuvenates. And there's the nightlife that kicks in which in the human body or the human bodies of wisdom, those nightlifes, that kicks in, that's fine. That might be dreaming. That might be um, subconscious reactions and responses. All relevant. We're just a beautiful big city. So let's track back. What prevents us? Well, it is a lot of the insight, just like you said, Monica. It's the whole aliveness of a working system having what we currently have now. We're going to get that system working towards what we want to receive into our life. That's the waterworks. That's the, so yeah, that's the waterworks. That's the emotional aspects. That's the values. That's the families within us. That's the heart and the gut and the tummy and the kidneys and the cells in our body and the environment and everything involved. So and what I love about neuro-linguistic programming is it helps the really wonderful coach and spiritual um, empath, um, person who wants to help people. It helps them craft an understanding with some level of articulation of the inner workings, kind of like a manual kind of, kind of like a manual for the brain and body because our body and mind are so interlinked. When we know what we want, when we recognize what's preventing us, and then we create strategies inside that help us to organize all the pathways, that's what makes a big difference. Hey, Monica, I just got on a tangent, didn't I? <laughs> it's fascinating because we have so many beliefs that are stopping us to actually achieve what we really want. And the fears are a big one. The fears that we are not going to achieve it. The fears of, uh, of who we are or how, what we will become. Like the fear of success. That was a big one for me because like I did not have permission to be successful. And when I realized it, it was going deep inside from not only from me, from generations of all the females in my family lineage. And it was going in there that the females have to go behind the men and the women have to go in front. So I have to work that out with me so I can change my outcome and become whatever I was going to become. I'm not going to say that I'm successful in this moment, but that's something that I can say what I want to become. And if I already know what I want to become, it will be easier than you were mentioning. Mm -hmm. And NLP 
was one of the the key holders mm-hmm. that opened up my my experience in life. Mm. Right. I, I I hear you because it really is. It's it's a um uh, a practitioner program because we did a really deep one. You know, we did the full practitioner together. Um, and it's a big body of work, Monica. Hey, it's a really big body of work, and it's quite a commitment um, to go down that path. And yet, it is so transformational. It is utterly so transformational for anyone in the room, um, and it makes a, an, a significant difference. Of because we study excellence, we study what works well. And then we can have that contrast. We work out how to, and we know how to, from an actual knowing how to make a difference. And it's too easy to walk around in life and kind of throw our hands in the air and have a little bit of a sulk because I don't know how to do what I want, you know, what I want to do. It's too easy to do that. It's just when I say too easy, because so many of the systems, the, the medical system, the education system. Um, so many of the systems are not about empowerment, really, according to me. They, they're not really about empowerment. They're about quite, um, de- they create dependence, not really true free thinkers. Everyone's given the you can do anything, you can be anything kind of factor. You know, we're all winners. We've got this whole thing going on. Um, yet the strategies themselves for how to do and be that, the programs internally, the habits and rituals, the discipline, the understanding of consequences, all quite removed from society at the moment, which is um, an interesting point that we're in. So I guess I really only have one thing, if nothing else, from this conversation, Monica, if if I had my own desire. If there's anybody listening to this who'd like to have a decent, meaty conversation about what you want in life, um, there'll be a link, Monica, I believe, in the bottom, um, in the comments section, or there'll be a way that they can access um, me. They, they would not be live, but they would kind of leave uh, comments in, in there. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Because um, I would certainly like to have conversation because this is the thing. I really want, I really want, mm, it is my deep purpose now to help empower people to empower others. And the more people can understand the magnificence of this whole physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, energetic, and vibrational being, the more empowered people are with the ability to pick wherever they're at and to navigate their own self and another person toward a more whole way of being and be able to describe it. Now, spiritually, you can magically do that. I I know because I can work energetically and spiritually. The distinction between um, yourself as a practitioner, Monica, and somebody who hasn't done that level of training is one will know it's just done and you'll be able to say yes and this is what else happened welcome in choosing to be part of this group you have said yes to yourself you've chosen to confront those limitations keeping you from achieving the life of your dreams monica ramirez warrior of love 
is a transformational belief coach. She's a psychic channeler, certified NLP, life coach, BQH, that is hypnotherapy, Akashic Records reader, public speaker, writer, and artist. She works with many modalities and has created her own, like this one, to help you let go of the limitations and achieve the transformation you desire so you can anchor your emotions that you desire. Monica will be hosting a new session every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Central Time, leading the group through a guided meditation, then proceeding to work with people individually. So join Monica here in this free journey by joining this Zoom link. Something that fascinates me about uh, NLP, it is not only one technique. Like I have observed other techniques, modalisms, that they have only this, they start here, and this is always how they're going to do it and always going to perform it. So they have to adapt to every single person with the same thing, like Reiki, etc. There is always the same thing. But NLP, it is so extensive and it has so many in each one of it that actually maybe you're going to use timeline. Maybe you're going to use... Uh, there are so many that you can techniques that you can use to achieve the different goals. If one didn't work, you can work it in the other way with a client, or maybe the different other client. It is going to need a different way that you perform it with the client before. So NLP is have so many. Even I'm not going to say hypnotherapy, but it goes into that level certain in certain forms. Yeah. So it gives you so much so you can work not only with yourself, but with your clients. Other people, yeah. So if I can state just some of those. Um, the, the beauty is that it is a big body of knowledge. And the beauty is you have to learn to adapt as the practitioner inside of it. And the beauty is that as people are learning, they work with you. And so we grow, right? So this is the whole interlace thing. And the beauty is exactly what you said. It comes from, it could be a parts, working with parts of the six-step reframe to change behaviours. could be a um, any level of timeline work, which can be regressive and healing, or could be future pace, or could be um, now orientated to choose a future um, or to create a future. It can be working with... Um, uh, different perspectives within the timeline. So timeline work is really big body of work itself. Um, then we've got all the language patterns, the ability to teach and learn um, the meta model, which is a, is a specific set of languaging that really looks at the distortions, the generalizations and the um, deletions that we have in, in a really, in any experience, or then turning that upside down on its end and learning the ah, the beautiful Milton model languaging that actually takes somebody's person, takes them through an experience and allows them to come out the other end in quite a different way because we love storytelling. We also do storytelling analogy. Oh, I could go on, but Monica, I think we're coming to the end. <laughs> and not only that, something that I encountered is that I not only use it with my clients, with NLP, I have used it in my daily life with my kids, oh. with uh, with my ex-husband that we're now friends, thanks to NLP, because I can reframe it. <laughs> so like, oh, or generalizing. It's like, oh, all of us, 
and things that you can make with that and you can create with the people that were society programming, like ex-husbands that you cannot be friends. That was very generalized. And that's, I believe, the majority of the human beings we have. If you use NLP, you can use it in every single aspect of your life to change all those beliefs. So I'm fascinated with NLP. And not only NLP that you are going to be teaching very soon. Also with frequency factors. If you yes. like, if they wanted to see about magic, so please let us know about frequency factors. I love that class too. Uh, frequency factors are a powerful thing because it's um, it uses a lot of NLP inside of it. We're not teaching you how to be a practitioner. We're applying the skills. It's really attuned to anybody who wants their next level of vibrational energy work, frequency, understanding, the actual vibrational shift from within. So um, I can't, within that work, we always come from the framework of um, however you're being, there's a vibration that is holding you in that way of being. And, and this is perfect. We we have to have that sturdy way, right? Um, so we'll have an underlying vibration. And that vibration is effectively like the engine, the magnetism that keeps us in that way. When we want another level of shift, when we want to be able to shift from one way of being into another way of being, to adapt and use the alchemy of change, what we want to do is we want to be able to upgrade the vibrational frequency within us. And there's really it comes down to what I call a practice. It's a it's a, a constant refining and tuning because it is easy to have an experience with somebody like a practitioner or, or a spiritual person who lets you have an insight through them holding their highest space, um, to have an insight into what it's like. And you're like, oh, my God, it's so beautiful. And then you go back to your normal day life and you have your normal day things and you say your normal day conversations and talk to your normal day people. And all of a sudden, you're back in the old energy framework because that is your habit. So the frequency factor is intended through a process of, um, well, anywhere between six and eight, 12 weeks, depending on what people decide, um, to actually reprogram, rework um, the vibrational frequency of ourselves. And and Monica, you, you've been the most amazing pe person I've witnessed do this with the level of commitment you put into, and I did too myself, in the process of really knowing how to shift our vibrational frequency through meditation, through active participation in the alchemy of vibrational shift and change. So um, that's the frequency factor. It is a hearty program. <laughs> um, it by default shifts a whole lot of values and beliefs away. And the reason it happens is if you change at the highest level either identity or vibration we actually shift the the radio stations that we're on or we shift the dimension we're playing in or the timeline we literally shift that timeline and then we find ourselves as a completely different person yet we're the same <laughs> it's really interesting yeah, that's probably enough about that. When I was when I was uh, sick with lupus, RA fibromyalgia, and horrible depression, that's when I took a frequency factor first. And just uh, it was that inner work deeply that I went through with myself 
cure, I can change that. Mm-hmm. And since then, I have not taken any medications. I have not had any kind of flare-ups. It was gone. I created all those horrible sickness that any doctor would tell you, you cannot heal. But that's a belief and a limitation. And the moment we remove it with frequency factor, I, my life changed. My depression and everything was gone. My flare-ups and everything. And it was literally magic that happened. <laughs> but it was, I discovered the inner magic within. Yeah. So, I mean, it was such a magnificent self-connection to healing that you went through. And to witness it, absolutely spectacular. So, um, you know, I really want to honour the work that you did, Monica, That the, and the allowing of the evolution, the allowing of the evolution, and it was through doing the practice of the frequency factor, the actual habits, right? But you did the work, and this is, I think, what is really, really important for people to hear, is we actually have to do the work. We actually have to show up. We actually have to roll up our sleeves. We actually have to get our hands into the sink of our life. Mm-hmm. And um, when I love working with people, I really, really do, but I love working with people who really, really want to evolve because we can go such great distances, and I just really honour you, Monique. Um, oh, Monica, sorry. Really honour you. Yeah. I always will be grateful for that. And yes, you're very right. I how I tell my clients now, no one has the magic wand, mm-hmm. and no one can promise you the magic wand. Have it. You have to do the inner work. You have to. You have to. And if I can just speak to that, if anyone's telling you they have the the magic wand, run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Run the opposite way. That's my version of the world, um, just on the basis is, you know, because it is when when you get to the level of being able to see, jump through different patterns and timelines and stuff, it is quite incredible what one being can do. And it is possible to heal and remove and shift and adapt. and, and You can do it for everyone. I can do it for anyone. That's the truth. But it doesn't help the whole scenario. It helps if the person then goes and does their own work, their own engagement, their own process. Mm -hmm. I really appreciate you, Monica. Um, I love sharing the, if I can just sort of, up like this, um, yes, practitioners coming up, August of 2023. Um, I'm doing a hybrid program, so we're going to have people in the room And we're also going to, like Monica did from um, internationally, we're going to open it up so that people can do that. Um, So online in Zoom, uh, they are long days, but they're worth it. Um, And there is the opportunity to um, do a one-on-one with me so we can actually um, craft the life that you want. And we can go from there. And I highly recommend you guys to actually have a call with Carrie 
ask her questions. She's the more loving person that she will answer you. And not only that, you can take it online. You cannot travel to New Zealand yet. Uh, or maybe later on. But in this moment, you can't. You can take it online. I did it. And you really want it. The body will adapt. Even if it's at one o'clock in the morning, believe me, you will be energized. Because I did it. If one person can do it, that means that anyone can do it if you really want to. Mm. I really highly recommend that. Yeah. We've yeah. got Master Prep next year as well. So that'll be fun, Monica. We'll have to look at something else. <laughs> Maybe we'll need to arrange it when you're here in New Zealand. <laughs> yes. Yes. I wanted to go in the 2024. I'm going. <laughs> I still do not know how, but I will go. <laughs> in 2024. Awesome. Thank you so much, Karin. I really appreciate your presence. Like always, mm. you are my family. And, uh, and I really feel that. And thank you so much for being here in Soul Talk. And thank you, you, to be here in Soul Talk and for hearing this amazing conversation. And I will be put, posting her links, information down below in this and the com, uh, um, check the comments, please. You have any questions? Karen is going to be answering them for you. Or I'm going to be relating them for her. Thank you so much. I will appreciate you so much. And share this link if this help you or you know who can help. Share this, share this video or this talk to someone. I will appreciate that very much. Thank you for being in Soul Talk. This is Monica Ramirez, the Warrior of Love. Thank you for joining me today. I would love to share with you my transformational system, Path to the Heart, that I created just for you. Head over to monicaramireswarrioroflove.com and you will find free resources. In there, you can download a masterclass in how to stop being people pleaser and meditations to get you started.